Welcome to the Registered Investment Advisor Podcast, where financial services marketing expert Seth Green interviews experts, executives, and top producers to share can't-miss tips on how they successfully manage their financial service firms, grow their businesses, create great relationships, and influence the industry. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the Registered Investment Advisor Podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to welcome back a repeat guest, owner of 2020 Financial Advisors of Cardiff by the Sea, Stephen Ambrosini. Stephen, thanks so much for coming back. Thank you. And to my six followers who are returning (laughs) to the show. The six followers. Yes, out of the thousands of RAs who listen, the six who follow Stephen. Sure. All right. So um, if you haven't, folks, um, listened to or watched Stephen's previous episode from 2022, please go back and check it out. Uh, Stephen, today I want to talk about all things business development wise. We touched on, obviously, a lot of what you do as an RAA, who you are, who you serve, uh, kind of trends in the marketplace. I want to talk about now, we're doing a series on business growth. So let's start off with, you do a number of different things to drive the business. Um, there's actually a laundry list. Can you walk us through some of them? Yeah, absolutely. It is. And I'll say, I'll say Seth, that of, of the things that I do in my business, there's certainly guys that are a lot smarter than me, more you know, technically savvy than me, that just know markets and products and things so much deeper than I do. But one thing I'm good at is it's the building the market and it's the relationships and how to find the clients, how to find the prospects, how to develop that. I'm, I'm good at it. It is my super strength. Uh, but I recognize my weaknesses, but that's the part I'm good at. And, and I'll say that one of the things that I did uh, 23 years ago was I picked up and I started over again. I moved from Arizona to California and I reverted back to sales 101. How do I build a business? What do I, how do I do this one more time? Had, because I moved into an area where I didn't know anybody. And it's all about relationships and it's all about getting to know folks. So I basically did what I was, what we were taught years and years ago. And that is to get to know somebody, get to know them well. Get to be being seer in your interest, trying to help them listen and try to solve their problems. Don't come in with your solutions without understanding what they're trying to accomplish. Now, one of the things that I did was immediately I joined the Chamber of Commerce and I uh, and I and I attended all the meetings. I got deeply involved with the Chamber and met all the locals who were a lot like me. And one of the things that I learned early in my career was from a guy named Tom Wolf, and he had a classic question that he would ask people in those days. Now, this is around the life insurance side, okay? And the question was, would you have any objection to talking to me about your life insurance? That's the question. Would wow. you have any objection to talking to me about your life insurance? If the answer is no, when can we get together? If the answer is yes, there's usually a reason why there's an objection. And there's three or four or five responses. Be ready with those responses. That got me into the business because I did that with everybody I knew, everybody I met, my neighbor, the dry cleaners, the, the, the owner of the restaurant I frequented, whoever the contractor was remodeling my house. That got me back in. And then from there, it's just, it's just accumulating and building the database. Um, and of course, I've been doing this for a long time, so I have a deep book. Uh, so, and I'll talk to you about the, I'll talk to you about the orphan accounts and the house accounts, which is 
money in the bank in my eyes. That's been wonderful. And a lot of it, though, is just making a phone call and saying, hey, Seth and Steve, how you doing? What's new? Before we go any further, talk about some shop. Bring me up to date. How's mama? How's the kids? Everybody healthy? What's going on? And then you just start listening. You just probe. You just start listening. And, and if there's nothing happening, that's great. No worries. Good. I'll call you in six months. And then you pick up the phone, you dial again. So that's kind of how I have built my business. Like I said, I have some other ideas as well that have been very beneficial, but that's the start. Okay. So obviously you're going back a little ways. I am. When you were taught, when it was all about the, you know, cold life insurance sale, trying to get in the door. Now, thank you for the history lesson. You do a whole lot more than that now. I I mean, you're teaching classes, you're doing workshops, you're doing all kinds of different things. Yep. So- Bring us forward to the 21st century okay, um, okay. and talk a little bit about the things you're because you're not cold calling saying, hey, can I talk no. to you about your life insurance in no. you know probably 30 years? So okay. we all started that way. You know, okay. I started my, you know, my branch manager, you know, said, go make 300 cold calls a day. Here's the phone book. Go get them. Yep, so that's right. What's working for you now? Well, again, it has a lot to do with the existing book. And of course, you're right. We're no longer just life insurance salesmen. And we moved into so many other areas, financial planning, investments, AUM, all that stuff. Uh, but a lot of it is, is reaching out to the existing client and just, just probing and asking questions about what are you trying to accomplish? What's the concerns? We're now at a different phase of your life. We're no longer in the accumulation phase of your life. Now we're on the distribution phase of your life. Let's talk about that. What options are you considering? You left your employer. How many employers have you left? How many 401ks are elsewhere that we need to bring over now and merge into your rollover IRA? Let's go get those to make it easier for you. And a lot of it is just reaching out to either the existing book or as I also said, the house accounts or the, the orphan accounts, those have been absolutely tremendous. And those are, those are wonderful because what you're doing there is you're reaching out to a warm client, a warm prospect and saying, hey, I have your account. You got $100,000 over here. You haven't spoken to anybody in years. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about what you're trying to do and where that can take us. Uh, some of the things that I have done that have been extremely uh, effective for me, very helpful, was uh, was doing wave mails, basically joining organizations that I had something in common with and then dipping on those people. That has just been great. I can tie that up again to the, the orphan or the house accounts. That has worked very well, particularly in that area. Um, other things that we're doing, certainly we have our, we have our, our monthly newsletter. Inside the newsletter, there's commentaries about the market. There's commentaries about goofy things around life. People are calling. I'm responding. One of the things I, I, I want to interrupt do. you right there because you're on a golden nugget, even if you okay. don't realize it. All right. So first of all, is that newsletter email or snail mail? It's an email. Okay. What software do you use to send it? Uh, it's sent through. Um, oh, 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 oh. Give me that- a second. Constant contact, AWeber, Yep, yep, constant contact, yep. Okay, do you have any idea, and I know I'm putting you on the spot off the top of your head, what your average, let's say, open rate is? Yeah, uh, I would. the last time I looked at it was just the other day, it was 25%. Okay, so the fact that you're actually getting the phone to ring yep. is awesome, and that speaks to the volumes that your newsletter isn't just what you alluded to, 100%, let's say, market and investment content. You right. talked about crazy other stuff. 
golf tips and cooking recipes and, you know, simple things about the garden. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think what we've found, and tell me if, if this resonates with you, is the warm and fuzzy lifestyle content. Yeah might be more quote unquote appealing to the client. It might be more resonating with them as something they use every day, every week, look forward to, and that gets them to read everything else, right? Because if our clients were wanted to know about what's the fed doing and what's the farm payroll and and what they're paying us to worry about that stuff. Yeah, correct. So I love that you're doing the warm, fuzzy stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, How often does that newsletter go out? Weekly. Okay. Awesome. And you mentioned the newsletter, and then you mentioned you started to mention some other things before I interrupted you. Uh, do you know what Riskalyze is? We use it every day. All right. Riskalyze has a questionnaire, a uh, kind of takes the temperature of, of your clients. What do you think about what's going on in the market? Okay. And it's just a, it's just a check-in. I think it's actually what they call it. I think it's called a check-in. And, uh, and they, it's sent out to all of our clients that have managed accounts. And the clients respond. Clients that respond to me favorably, I don't call because they're happy what's going on. Clients that respond negatively or they're worried about what's happening in the market, I'm reaching out to them and say, hey, let's talk about this. Let's check in what's happening. That leads to other opportunities because very often the question goes on, okay, you're unhappy about this. Let's talk about it. Well, I have, you know, I have this and that. Well, what do you have? I have $400,000 in the bank. Why? I mean, why? What do you, well, let's then dig deeper into that. And I do a pretty thorough analysis of assets, guaranteed income, expenses. What do we need? And then I somehow we go around that I want them to have anywhere between four to six months of cash in the bank. That in this example, that may be 60 grand, you're 400,000. Why? So let's find a number that you are comfortable with that you can sleep with. Maybe it's a hundred grand. Good. Then give me the three hundred thousand, and let's go do something else with it to be to offset inflation to get some opportunity, grow the money, da 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 da, stuff like that. So that that risk life program has been been fantastic. Those check ins are wonderful. Awesome. That is a great tip. Talk a little bit about you. Do a lot of talk all about the education, the classes that you do. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, Seth, I'm not doing the classes as I had before. That was a while ago. I just continued doing that. So it's, uh, it is a thing of the past. Ah, I did not realize that. Okay. Um, talk about some of the other ways that, so we talked about the newsletter. Um, you're talking about Riskalyze. Talk about, um, I know you get a, a high percentage of referrals. Is there any specific process that you're following that you're doing to generate those? Or are those just all just coming organically because your clients are happy? It's both. I'm getting natural referrals. I'm also reaching out to clients and asking, you know, wait, you're happy with what we did. This worked out well. We're pleased with the performance. We're pleased with the income guarantee. We're pleased with this or that. I need to meet people like you. Good quality people like you. Who else do you know that I could help? Is there some? Would you mind if I use the name of Gabe McCall? I'm also pretty good listener. You know, I'm doing all the talking, so it's hard to believe that that's true. 
but I'm actually a, a, a pretty good listener. So when somebody says something to me, I'm in a meeting with a client and they mention a friend or another business or a competitor, I, I'll ask, do you mind if I reach out to them and introduce myself and use your name as your referral? That's worked very well. Um, another thing that I have done successfully is I might reach out to, to a Seth Green and say, Seth, you know, uh, you're, you're a marketing genius. You're really good. Do you mind if you and I get together and for lunch and let me just hear more about you? And then you'll talk to me. And when you talk to me about what you're doing, inevitably, you're going to mention somebody else. You're going to mention competition. You're going to mention your neighbor. You're going to mention your uncle. You're going to mention something. I'll ask for a referral or introduction to that person. And then I'll use your name as an, as opening the door. That's been wonderful. That's been that's been great. What I discovered years ago, and it took me a long time to really appreciate this, was that it was good for the referee to refer people to me. It took a hard time, long time for me to understand that because the, all this nervousness was, oh, if I do something wrong, I'm going to get in trouble with that person. Until I realized that this is what they want. It's an ego boost for that. So if they can help their friend, Steve does a good job. That's a, that's a bonus point. So I call them and say, thank you. Or I send them a small gift, say, thank you so much for the introduction. That's been fantastic. They feel great about that. It took me a long time to understand that. I didn't fully appreciate it. I do now. And I work hard to, to, uh, to get referrals. That's been very positive for me. That makes a lot of sense. And that is a great, those are great tips. What are you- Pause for a second, Seth, and just talk about one thing. And that is, I've been doing this for a long time, as you know. Therefore, the book is deep, right? So one of the things that I'm always doing is dipping back into my book. I've segregated my clients in my A, Bs, and Cs. We all have done that. And we we know the whole number about the 90-10 rule and everything else. And I frequently look in my red tail, right, my database, and I look for opportunity within those names. And I look for people that I haven't spoken to in a while, and I segregate them. I usually spend, uh, the, the end of the year, I usually spend a few days digging deep into my, into my red tail to look for those opportunities, segregating my clients, preparing myself for the next year, and I'm just dialing away. And when I, when I have the chance, I'm just dialing away to reach out and check in because you never know when something is going to happen, particularly now, because the opportunity has presented itself in the market. I think we can agree the market's back. And what's been going on for the last couple of years, the people have been stockpiling money. So it's not unusual to call that client that you that you uh, you know haven't spoken to in a year or so. And you find out they have hundreds of thousands of dollars sitting in the bank. And man, is that a wonderful, wonderful opportunity, particularly with inflation scaring the bejesus out of them. And now it seems to be under control. Wow, you're sitting in the bank and you're going backwards. Let's talk about that. So that that has been great for me. That's a great tip as well. We know your time's incredibly valuable. I greatly appreciate you spending coming back and sharing some more of your marketing wisdom with us. Uh, anything else you want to talk about that I forgot to ask? I mentioned the, the orphan book. I mentioned the house accounts. That is a regular thing that, first off, I'm even I'm fed from the various home offices. Will you please call this person? But I also have been very active in my career going back to those home, home offices, whether it's insurance broker dealer, annuity company, whatever it may be, and say, hey, give me those accounts. You have these accounts. The representative's gone. The broker dealer's changed. They're being serviced by the house. 
you don't want them, give them to me. Give them to me, then I will put together this program. I mentioned my wave mail. Uh, well, I'll put together a snail mail process where I'm where I'm sending out letters to clients, introduce myself, and then I'm following up with a with a coordinated phone call. And that is wonderful because here I have this client in front of me that I already have their account. They're suspicious, they're nervous. Who are you? And I, once we settle on that, who I am, and I have their permission, I have their account. I have their money. I know the family, I got the social, I got the date of birth, I got the whole thing. So let's dig deeper and deeper and deeper into that with the annuity book. Oh my gosh, is there so much opportunity reviewing the annuities? The insurance contracts, whether they're blowing up or we need to extend the coverage, the new contracts with long-term care, those have been absolutely wonderful. How about the how about the, that fixed annuity that's just that you know renewed and sitting at one percent over this guaranteed account? Why? So that has been a very deep dive, and that's good for the client because they got that local rep. It's good for the that home office because they're not dealing with that service anymore, and it's certainly good for me and my organization. Yeah, that's been great. And Absolutely. then if there was one more thing, and that is, I have um, I'll be sixty eight next month, uh, next week. And uh, so I really, so I clearly recognize that eventually I'm going to need to move on, right? Can't do this forever. Eventually, I'm going to move on. And my son, my son Ben, has joined the company about three years ago, and he's young and he's hungry. You want to build, you want to get a, a, a spurt of energy, get that young kid behind you who's hungry and is making those calls and doing the things that you're not doing anymore, but he's driven, he's motivated, he's likely, he's excited. He wants to help, but he also wants to help himself, right? So, it, man, it can, if I can recommend one thing to those that, are, that have been in the business for a while, that are looking to help build their book, because I'm still working hard because he's, he's pushing me hard. Get that young, hungry kid. Train him, because at the same time, Seth, as you know, what's the average age of the advisor? It's my yep. age, right? We need to get the kids behind us to fill that gap because people are aging. They need some help, the assistance. And these young these youngsters, you train them, man, it's perfect. We're setting the stage for our future. That is a great example. Um, love the tip. This has been Seth Green for the RIA Podcast with Stephen Ambrosini. Stephen, thanks again for joining us. Thanks, pal. Appreciate it. Thanks again, Seth. Bye. Thanks, thanks everybody, for watching or listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time. 49 faces looked to him in triumph. Over the last 12 months, they had each taken turns and promoted his business for a week at a time, driving over $987,342 in revenue. What if you had a network of 50 centers of influence who promoted your business every week for a year? Grab your copy of the number one Amazon best-selling book, The Ultimate Guide to Growing Your Business with a Podcast, at 33% off the Amazon price by going to ultimatepodcastbook.com. Again, that website for 33% off the Amazon price is ultimatepodcastbook.com.